Okay, I hope you know that I planned nothing for this. Well, that's a lie. I have a note on my phone that has three questions. Hey, let's talk. wanted to do this episode for many reasons. Obviously, a big part of my podcast is being a fangirl, which is where you and I come in. But also, a lot of it is about like women not being taken seriously in the industry, A, and B, especially because they're fangirls. And that was so us at the beginning of TTYL. Um, I mean, granted, we were like 12, so I get it. But also, we proved them all wrong. I, can't, I don't want to do an intro because it's weird. Um, and intros make me feel really uncomfortable. So this is my official intro. Hey, guys, well, welcome yeah. back to Collective Sound. I'm Isabel Pacey, and I have such a fun guest. This is disgusting. I feel so gross saying this out loud. I have a fun guest. <laughs> do you know what it makes me think of? What? The night before the time we ever did our TV interview, and we were like, okay. Write about our questions for like three hours. Like, I'm gonna say this, and I'll I'm gonna answer. Like, I will say this, and <laughs> oh, too true. Anyway, so I have a beautiful guest with me today. Her name is Elizabeth. Elizabeth and I have known each other. We met when we were 15, right? I think you might have been 14. I was. I was 14. Oh, I think so. <laughs> We've known each other for so many years. Wow. Okay. So we met when I was 14. Elizabeth was a grand old 15. Um, she was my elder. And we met on the internet. Should we talk? I, I was, okay. As I was prepping for this episode in my shower this morning, I don't remember how we started talking to each other. I Do remember. You? Yeah. <gasps> so God, I, we were both friends with Sarah, right? Oh. And so I, Remember, she told me about you, and I followed you, and you didn't follow me back like the longest time. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so I like had unfollowed you, and then Sarah's like, "No, you have to be friends with Isabel." Blah blah. blah. So then, like, I think she somehow like that makes sense. Got us talking, and then we were like, "Where okay, is she these you? days?" I wonder. I have no idea. Interesting. No. No. Wait. Okay. Actually, I do vaguely remember that. I'm sorry, I never followed you back. But look at us now. Anyway, so. <laughs> Elizabeth and I met through this girl, Sarah, who we both also only knew because of like being a fangirl. So we were obsessed with this band called Before You Exit. Um, don't look them up now. Well, that's mean. They're great, probably. I don't know where they're at these days. Yeah, neither do I. Don't keep up with them. Anyway, so we were obsessed with this band. We were children. We both had like fan accounts for this band. Um so we become friends. We start chatting. We were friends for a couple of months before the house party, right? Yeah. I think like three, maybe. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. So we're friends for a couple months. We kind of low-key become the queens of this fandom. How did it happen? I don't know. <laughs> but we were kind of celebs in this very small fandom. Um, and they used to do these things like house shows, house parties, where you would fly them which this is insane when I explain it like out loud but you would fly them to your city put them in a hotel and each person would pay like 
a hundred bucks and you get to hang out with them for the afternoon. And they would have like 20 people or something and they'd like play music and hang out. And so we threw one and it was a disaster, but it was so fun. It was so fun. So we throw this house party and then Elizabeth and I become obsessed with each other. We were obsessed with each other before that, but we just became kind of low key inseparable. So we live like what, 40 minutes away from each other back home? Yes. I but we so. were spending every weekend together. And like every day after school. True. I like <laughs> your house every single day after school. <laughs> <laughs> like we just didn't care. We didn't care. So we did that, which is crazy. So that goes on for a couple months. Then one day, Elizabeth and I, I remember this so vividly. We're sitting in my basement and on the pullout bed and we're eating ice cream and probably watching Starstruck. It was like one of those movie phases we went through, like some Disney movie. And okay, well, I guess this is where this is going to get a little more serious. I, I was like low-key kind of incredibly depressed, <laughs> so which like who isn't at like 15, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so we're talking about our just like mental health and all that stuff and in like the fandom world, I feel like that's a really big topic, at least at the time. This also was like peak era Tumblr, where like everything was super, I feel like that's when like mental health became like a big hot topic in a good way and maybe a bad way. And I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot. I just have to give a, a little background information here. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember we're sitting in my basement and we were talking about like mental health and like these experiences that like our other like internet friends we had met that live like across the country were going through. And I remember both of us just being like, why isn't anyone talking about it? Like, why are no adults talking about it? Like, why don't we talk about mental health? Like, why don't people take it seriously? Like this whole very intense conversation for like a 14 and 15 year old. And so then our little butts were like, you know what? We're going to do something about it. And so then we just like, as Elizabeth and I do, we're big dreamers. We just get like really excited. And so we come up with this like grand old, grand old plan of what we're going to do. Do you want to fill them in on the next part? No, I'll keep going. Anyway, so we come up with this big plan and we're like, we're going to have benefit shows and bring artists in and like do this and this and that and like sell it out and bring all of our favorite artists, blah, blah, blah. Got real lofty with it. And then I think we talked about it for probably like four hours and they were like, oh, haha, that was fun. And then we went to bed. And then you brought it up to Taylor, right? Or did I? Yeah. I just remember like waking up at like three in the morning and <laughs> calling you or texting you or something. And I'm like, we have to do this. And so we were both like, okay, we have no idea what to do. So I think, I think I texted Taylor and I was like, look, I know you've got a lot of business background. And within like two days, she called us back and was like, Hey guys, I booked a venue. Literally. And we were like, huh? And so this is Taylor, another girl that you had met online, right? I met her online. Yeah. She bought one of my meet and greet tickets that I was selling. Right. To Austin Mahone, right? (laughs) gosh where is he these days who knows so okay so yeah taylor's another girl we know because of the internet and i didn't know her very well yeah you had known her and um yeah i remember her calling us and just being like okay guys like i have a couple venues picked out and my mom has a 501c3 so we can just join it so now we're an official nonprofit." and we were like 
what and oh also a note to make is taylor was also 15 like this isn't like taylor's an adult like she's also 15 oh and another note is like at this point everything was so secret like we didn't want our parents oh. to find out we didn't have any adults involved because oh. isabel and i were it was like such a dream so mm-hmm. we had like no actual plan to make it real so at this point we book a venue <laughs> and neither of our parents have any idea that we're doing this nope. taylor's mom did because she yeah she helped us because she had a 501c3 which is like a nonprofit. so she helped us do some of that so we could like you know get tax write-offs and whatever that stuff is um but yeah we did we kept this a secret for a really long time and we just start like cold emailing people like hi like my name's elizabeth my name's isabel and like give us your money basically we like would go through businesses that were local and would like ask for donations and we were crazy well, we used to drive down the main streets yes. of like Brookfield and Milwaukee. Yes. And we would write down business names. Yes. Look up like Summerfest and other things similar and write down. And I just remember like we would call, like I would drive to your house uh-huh. every day. And from like four until six, we would call nonstop. Yes. Yes. <laughs> call nonstop. And like we didn't know what we were talking about. Like I just remember like talking out of my ass, being like, Yeah, we have this nonprofit and we really want to do this thing. Um Well, I genuinely think if we didn't have the official five oh one C three, we wouldn't have gotten any money because no. everyone would be like, Oh, how old are you? Fifteen. And, exactly. like, uh, like, <laughs> and then and then they'd be like, Well, do you have proof are yeah. you working with like adults are you exactly. representing anyone and we're like no no we've done this before just us <laughs> so no, when did what when did we bring our parents in i think it was right before we started signing artist contracts right before. so so that's the yeah, next i think it was before contracts got involved oh sorry you cut out for two seconds okay but yes i think you're right and we um, started then just cold emailing managers, like of huge artists. Yeah. And it's crazy to think, Elizabeth, about the artist we almost had at our first one. Like Sean Mendez would have been there, but he had a conflict. Five yes. Seconds of Summer was talking with us for so long. And then they're like, oh, we just got booked for One Direction tour. But I just remember <laughs> I, during my study halls, because that was the only time during the day that I had mm-hmm. free because I got off school at like three or whatever. When yeah. I, went I would sit in the corner of our library. And I remember specifically one time I was talking to Demi Lovato's manager, right? Yes. And I'm in the corner and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like trying to talk so quietly. And I remember someone heard me and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, 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 nothing. But it was <laughs> it was crazy how easy it was to get I know. people. And like, yeah. Could you imagine if we had Sean Mendez or like no. five seconds of summer? We almost had 21 pilots too. Yes. I remember that. That was like, that was a little controversial internally. We, we won't talk about that, but um. <laughs> But, like, what a funny image, like, a little 15-year-old standing in the corner of a school library, like, on the phone with Demi Lovato's manager. Like, who? Who? So, yeah, so we're doing that. We're, like, trying to book bands, running into so many, like, strange conflicts, like Five Sauce and Sean and stuff like that. So then I remember, I don't know if I remember telling my mom, but I remember the first meeting we had with our parents at Taylor's mom's house. And that's how we came up with the name, right? No, 
I was our moms. You, me, Taylor, and her mom sat with that giant You're right. flip pad paper. And we were just like, that was probably back in January as well. That was when we first thought about it because Gosh, we this put is terrifying. You're right. Within nine months. Well, we see, you have we a better memory. It. We thought of it. We like, yeah, put the whole thing together in nine months. And I don't think our parents got involved until summer. And I just remember they were like, you're not doing this. This isn't yes. happening. Yes. And that's why we didn't tell them for so long. So for the audience, Elizabeth and I have the most sweet and supportive parents you'll like ever meet. Like we really do. We so do. But they also are very aware that Elizabeth and I are like such dreamers. And we're so like, we're going to do this, like all this stuff. So I will acknowledge that. Um, and so they weren't, I so, if I was my parents, I'd be like, you're doing what? Like, whatever, you know? So it was fair that they were skeptical. Um, but yeah, for a long time, they were like, okay, girls, like, whatever you say. And yeah. we were like, no, we're going to do it. And you're right. We came up with the name. So it's called Think Through Your Life. I, we haven't even said that yet. Wow, I'm no. such a bad podcast host. <laughs> so it was called Think Through Your Life, TTYL. I remember um, we, Taylor's mom suggested doing like some type of acronym that mm-hmm. would like stick in people's head. Yeah. Which like great call on her part. It was good. You know, like talk to you, talk to you later, think through your life, like both worked. Exactly. So also we didn't mention this either. So we decide to make this nonprofit to raise awareness for teen suicide and depression. So that's kind of the overarching thing. I still have the sales pitch, Elizabeth. <laughs> it's so <laughs> ingrained in my head. Cool. I'm like, I could literally start this back up again. I remember it all. We could. <laughs> so that's what this was. So it was called Think Through Your Life. Um, what was our tagline? It was like, think, oh, think through your life. You're worth it. Man, us um, 15-year-olds were damn creative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really were onto something there. Um, so we start this. Taylor's mom kind of starts like – kicking it with us because she's a very business-minded person and so is Taylor. So I think in her mind, it clicked more because like we were actually, Taylor was like actually getting action items done and you and I were more like, we should do this and this and this. Fun direction. Like (laughs) that's where our heads were at. (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, we start, we probably start talking about it in like November, September, November, did a bunch of planning through January Right no, through the winter. We started in January. Or did we really? Why yeah. am I? Why am I dumb? Why do I not remember I anything? You and I were talking about it on New Year's Eve or like Christmas oh, or something. No, we, it was literally New Year's Eve. You're right. And then by like, like January like twentieth or something, we had a venue booked. No, you're right. Yeah. So we and I we, just remember when both of us were telling our parents, they were like, "You're not going to do this. It's not going to happen." And we were both like, "So we already put like a so, couple grand down um, so like, for a venue. So it's happening. <laughs> take that." So yeah. yeah. So then we plan. Yeah, we plan from January till the first one we ever did was September, right, of that year. So this is September two thousand fifth. Nope, two thousand fourteen. Fourteen. Wow. September 28th, 2014. God, Elizabeth, you have such a good memory. Did you know to this day, my dad has never taken off his little yellow wristband? Stop. He wears it every single day. That is so sweet. No, I don't even have one. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is so sweet. 
Oh, I like have, I have a shoe box back home that's shoved under my bed that has like a bunch of t-shirts, some signed, some not signed, every newspaper article. Well, I don't want to jump ahead of ourselves yet. So we're planning. Um, and this is like a, a big point I want to get to too. So we're planning this. We're like, you know, cold emailing people, cold calling people, like whatever. But by, I mean, by September for the first one, we had raised like 50 grand, right? Somewhere around there. Yep. Yeah. And so we are like yeah. three 15. At this point, I was think I was 15. So it was like three 15 and 16 year old girls. I think you were 16. I was 17 when the actual event happened. You're right. Okay. You're right. Um, so it's just these like three young girls. And yeah, like a lot of people like really doubted us, not only our parents, but like my f- friends. Yeah. We're like, okay, Isabel, like whatever you say. Well, and I feel like it was totally a thing that like I didn't talk about. Me Which either. Is sad because yeah, everyone would have been like, that's never gonna happen. But exactly. I mean, pretty cool. Not that like we sold out within like five minutes. Yeah. Yes. So we first first show, September 28th, 2014. It's Big Vine star, Jacob Whitesides. He brings Dylan Holland. And then we have Brayden Wood, which sweet Brayden. Brayden, to this day, I love you so much. He used to be in Before You Exit, the band that we were like obsessed with at the time. And so he came and opened the show. So we have the show planned. It's at an expo center in Waukesha, Wisconsin, like middle of kind of nowhere, like very weird venue, but it worked out very well. It worked out really well. So we, we plan this and it like things really start get like start rolling. So we have like 50 grand. We're able to cover all of our expenses. So everything we made off the show, we donated. Um, we like set up a meet and greet. We had like meet and greet backdrops. We had merch. We had bracelets. We had like VIP passes, like all of that stuff. And so this starts to get crazy in like, we probably put tickets out, what, like a month? thin advance maybe a couple weeks we even had jacob signed until like september 1 and we were going a totally different route and then i remember kim texted me and she's like dude i just went to a jacob whiteside show it was crazy so many people were there you need to you need to look into it right yes and he was that first show we did was like such a dream like such a dream um and he was so sweet and like made such a point to like bring in the cause and like would post about it on socials and like promoted like us. And then he was just like so sweet and so great. And so was Dylan. So was Brayden. I remember that I was sitting in, I think it was at lunch and we were texting each other because we knew he had told us that he was going to tweet about it. Like on that day, Yes. texting, we're like, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? Both of us got our phones shut off because of all of the notifications. Because Jacob at the time had over a million followers. I don't know what he has now. I don't either, but yes. Like, didn't talk for like an entire day because we couldn't turn our phones on. Exactly. Yes. The most exciting thing ever. Yes. Um, And then I remember after that happened, we decided we were like, okay people can finally know who we are because <laughs> you, me and Taylor were very anonymous through the entire thing. Like, yeah, you're we right. Didn't put any ourselves. This was before we were in newspapers and we were on mm-hmm. TV. Like we wanted to be anonymous. And I, I just remember how exciting it was when we were like, <laughs> okay guys, like we're the girls. And like, this is us. people went nuts. People went nuts. We both have, we both have. Do you remember you go. 
no, say what you're going to say, because I think I'm going to say the same thing. I was going to say, at the show, we had a line of oh, people yeah, that okay. wanted to meet that. Yes. That was so, cool. <laughs> yeah, so we have this show. We, like, have a meet and greet. And um, before the show, we, like, went outside to – and I have video footage of literally all of this, so I will toss it on that podcast Instagram account. But um, I remember going outside, and there was a line of people waiting for meet and greet and then just for the show. And we came out to just, like, get a peek, and people literally yelled our names, yeah. which was – so weird. And then like after the meet and greet, we were just like kind of hanging out in the venue and there somehow formed a line to take pictures with us, which was like so weird. Super funny because I'm pretty sure we were just standing there bawling our eyes out. And then oh all we like, oh we were get pictures of us. We're like, okay. Okay, yeah, whatever you say. Um yeah, insanity. Literally insanity. And that was like, I feel like that also was the peak, like vine time and like peak like crazy fangirl love viners it's like how kids like love tiktokers these days like this was the peak of that so these girls are like crying over jacob and dylan the fact that our mean greet didn't start until like 3 p.m and people were there at 7 30 people were there in line before we got there literally before i had like don't worry (laughs) yeah before i'd even like step foot in the venue yeah wow what a crazy day so yeah we sold out this show we sold like a hundred meet and greets and then like 800 tickets, right? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. I don't remember. You guys can fact check me. I really don't care. Um, which was crazy. And that was like such a overwhelming day. And I remember like, go ahead. It was just like so emotional from like getting there, setting it up to like the whole show itself. Like yeah. we like jam packed that like, that that first one we killed it with like speakers and video yeah. like I, I know kind of it gives me the chills thinking about it me too I still think about like when we met with all of our speakers and like we took mm-hmm. them out to lunch or to get coffee yeah. and we sat and talked with them for hours and I just remember you and both we never left the like little meetings without bawling our eyes out no. I mean it was just it was, it was surreal. Fun. It was super surreal. And so, yeah, so we had like gotten, we had organized different speakers who had experienced like loss from suicide or mental health, um, suffered from mental health issues and different stuff like that. So we'd organized those. So the first concert was also really cool because we really built, built this like community of like me, you and Taylor, and then our parents and then like the speakers and then the speakers families and all this stuff. And it was incredible. And so, yeah, we like opened up the the show with this really cheesy video that we made that now I look back at and like kind of giggle, but at the time it was really sweet. At the time it made me cry. And now I'm like, oh, I same. want it to disappear. <laughs> I just really feel like is we need to do like a, uh, like 22 year old redemption concert. Maybe we should. It's like ma- ma- more mature. Yeah, I agree. Ooh, you're, Elizabeth, you're onto something. We should, we should okay. brainstorm this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My people could talk to your people. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we have this huge show. It's, like, unreal. Yeah, we did. I don't think I spent more than five minutes of that day not crying. Like, I just remember crying the whole time. And it also was just so surreal because so many people told us no and that we couldn't do it. And, like, straight up people told us, like, you're just a 15-year-old girl. Like, that's not going to happen when we first started TTYL. And then by the time we had the show, we were all a little older. But still, like, people were like, what are you doing? Like, no, you're not. And... So that was like a really, I felt like a big girl power thing too. Cause it was oh, just, yeah. it was all ladies who did it, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. 
Oh, it was amazing. It was so fun. And like when I just like can't still like wouldn't be able to thank Jacob enough for how good of a job he did. Like when he brought us on stage and his whole speech, like he talked about it. He had mm-hmm. tweeted about it. He talked about us, which was so cool. But like he wanted to come because of the message. It wasn't exactly. just like, oh, I'm getting paid to do this. Like exactly. He cared. So we couldn't have picked a better person. And no. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I mean, it was so cool. Yeah. I like still, I, I'm still convinced I peaked that day of my life and like have never, no day will ever compare. That's why like we, redemption is like, we got to do you're, something. You're kind of, you're kind of onto something here, Elizabeth. I'm, I don't want to peak this. <laughs> I just remember like, seriously, we went from being those like crazy fans to then like, I remember walking in to school with my T2L shirt after we were just on TV and like I walked in the class and my class had just watched it and it was just so weird. So weird. And the photo shoots we had to go with our newspaper interviews. It was so weird. (laughs) The next, that next year was crazy. Yeah. Cause it was like, I remember like like three very specifically. I remember when that guy from like my town's local newspaper came to my house and interviewed us in my living room. Yep. I remember obviously going on the morning show a couple times and every time being so nervous. And I like watch them back now. And they're so, my college friends found them like by just like trying to dig dirt up on me. And like, Elizabeth, they're so embarrassing. Like we're we're so awkward. That bad? Did you say we're so, what? We're just so awkward. Oh yeah. I thought you said ugly and I was going to say. Oh, I (laughs) I just remember, like, I think it was your mom that was like, okay, like, just remember this is live, like, sit up straight because okay. I have the worst posture. So I'm literally sitting, like, <laughs> as, like, oh my God. Literally, because if she didn't say that, we all would have been like, just like hunchback of Notre Dame. I just remember they tell you, like, do not look at the camera. Whatever you do, do not make eye contact with the camera. And my eyes were like glued <laughs> to you because I was. <laughs> So scared. I know. I'm gonna have to see if I can dig up those videos because that's so funny. And then we were, then we like won awards, which that's when like things got really weird in like a good way. But like, we won like a philanthropy award yeah. for like our city, which was so weird. And I remember having to. See, it was like the whole part. It was the state. No, you're right. It was it was southeastern Wisconsin, um, but I remember having to skip school to go to that. But yeah, we like won awards, which was so weird. And then I was at a, which this is ironic now, but I was at a Shawn Mendes show between our first, after our first one, like probably six months after that. And I was climbing out of the back of a car because we like had to lock the car by the trunk. It was like a weird thing. I don't know. I was climbing out of the back of the car and this random girl goes, oh my gosh. And I just like thought it was to someone else. And I got out and she was like looking at me and I was like, what? And she's like, oh my gosh, you're the girl from TTYL. And I was like, was that yeah. at the ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was there and people came up to me too. Maybe we were there just with separate groups. I think we were there with separate yeah. groups. Because I was going to say, I remember both of us having like weird fan encounters. Yeah. It was so, so weird. weird. But we definitely lost our memento between one and we two. We did. And again, it's like. We did. We did. Yeah. So we had a second one like what, a year and a half later-ish? Not even a full year really my sense of time is so off it was july oh you're right like july 7th july 8th yeah some it was right after the fourth i remember that 
Yeah, that was like really unfortunate. Honestly, like I've had to go to a lot of therapy for that. (laughs) Because I just feel like, you know, we were coming off feeling so high and mighty that like, I don't think everyone was fully there. No, and I think the artists and guests we had were super great and I'm not going to name names, but I don't think they were as invested in the cause as like Jacob and Dylan and Brayden were. So I think that kind of missed the mark as well. And I also feel like we were a little off because our first one, our first event, mm-hmm. we were told to be incredibly professional. Like yeah. we were have very minimal interactions with people. Yeah. We were told to be business people, which I mean, like I kind of understand, but I wish we could have enjoyed the day a little more. I agree. But I agree. Number two, we kind of threw <laughs> everything out the window. We were just dumb. We were so dumb with big, big crushes and we yeah. should have been told to just walk away or something. I don't know. Yeah. There, there was definitely a middle ground. I think it also was hard. And like, this is like another thing that I've had to go to literally a lot of therapy for. But I think what got really weird by the second one, not weird. It was like an incredible privilege to be what we were yeah. and everything. But we like low-key became these like like representatives for mental health a little bit. And we like went through training for like at nonprofits and like through NAMI, who is like so great on how to deal with like different situations. Like if someone's suicidal, if someone's expressing like thoughts of hurting themselves, like we went through a lot of training for that, but the amount of attention we got so quickly, like in our town and city was like really cool, but really overwhelming. And then because it was like kind of connected to this whole mental health thing, like strangers would message me on Instagram and would message you on Instagram or like the concert Instagram we had or stuff like that. Just being like, I want to end my life. And it was just a lot of pressure on three, like very young girls. Well, and I think that was the hard thing is we liked that we were young because we had that more relatable, approachable feeling. People looked at us like, oh, wow, you're 15. You can do this. I can do this. Exactly. The downfall is that we weren't trained. We weren't professionals. We were 15 and 16. And so, yeah, I just, there were people that I knew Mm -hmm. that were emailing us, messaging us. And although I still to this day, like I'm honored that people thought that, you know, looked at me as someone that they could come and talk to. But as a 16 year old, it was incredibly overwhelming and I feel like I started to feel everything that was being sent to me yes because we're both very empathetic people so we like kind of really took on everyone else's feelings and what they were going through and I think what was hard too is it was still in that like social media age where like social media was big but not as big as it is now so I think like our parents didn't really know how to deal with it because they like weren't really aware of everything that was going on online, like the amount of people that were messaging us and stuff like that. So it was a very weird point of like, we just like kind of felt helpless a little bit, you know? Yeah. Which yeah. was just like it was, a lot. It but was I, hard because yeah, we went through all that training to like on how to help other people, mm-hmm. but we had no idea on how to help ourselves. Mm. <sighs> Elizabeth, that was such a quotable line. But it's true. It's true. We had no, and I think we were so, we're so 
and why TTYL like did so well is because we were so passionate about it and like so wanted to do it for the cause. Like we didn't care about the artists. We were, I mean, obviously it was fun to meet the artists and stuff, but like, that's not what we really cared about when we started it. You know, we just like wanted to help people. Um, So I think that's why it worked so well, but yeah, we definitely like kind of lost ourselves a little bit in that. So I feel like that's why the second one wasn't as successful, you know, but again, that's fine. We don't need to be hard on ourselves. (laughs) We were 16. We were were just 16. Just wee little babies. The fact that we did it. I mean, the first one was so, 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 so cool and so good and so great. Mm -hmm. And number two, not the the best, but we still did it. But it still was, like, so good. Yeah. It's still, like, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, I think what was really cool about the second one is that most of the people that were there were, like, there because of, uh, like, they, like, were supporters of us and the cause and... I think that was really cool to see opposed to our first one. Like most people came for Jacob and then ended up like loving our cause and our organization. But the second one was like really relevant of like these people care about the cause and like us as people and stuff like that, which was really cool. But I know, isn't that crazy? It's okay. I don't know if you feel this, but because it blew up so much when we were, because we were in high school the whole time we were doing this. Like, that's what I was known for in high school. Like, everyone knows me as that girl, like, who did that. And it's so weird because I, like, don't really bring it up a lot in college and, like, post-college just because I don't know how to bring it up, you know? So, like, that's a super weird thing of – I think, like, two of my friends here know that we did that, you know? But it was such a big part of my life growing up. I know. I feel like I never talk about it. And I don't know. It's sure. like it's not like I'm ashamed of it, but it's like no. sometimes I even forget that we did it. I know. I know me too. Me too. And I feel like you know, not that this was why we did it, but like such like that should be something that we like tell everyone. Yeah. Wow. It should be talked about, but we just I don't. I know me either. And I don't know if that's from like the like such emotional toll it like took on us at the end. I think for me, that's why I don't talk about it that much because I think it led to like a lot of my like heightened anxiety because of all of that. Yeah. Um, just because I felt so responsible for so many people, you know? Yeah. Well, and I also feel like neither, like we're not very braggy people. No. And so <laughs> talking about it is no longer like, oh, this is what we're doing. Come help yeah. us. It's like this is what I did. Look at how yeah. much money I'm like exactly look at how much money I raised. How many tickets? Like, and that's what people are listening to when we say what we did. They're not listening to no. oh, how like you helped, you did this, like you yeah. worked for charities, nonprofits. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody cares right now about that. So it's like that's why I don't talk about it because to me it wasn't like it's such an like it's so cool, such an accomplishment. Yeah. But I don't feel like I need to brag about it. No. Me either. And it always feels weird. It, it makes me feel a little gross. I feel weird when other people talk about it. Yeah. Like, oh, did you know Elizabeth did this? Yeah, and I like, feel weird. I'm like, I did it. That yeah. was me. I did. I don't know what you're talking about. Who, me? <laughs> and wow. I think I think your point, too, is, is super interesting of like, yeah, I think if I, I told someone like a SparkNote version of it, they would be like, that's crazy that you raised that much money or that's crazy that you had this artist at this time, you know? Um, But like for me, it's cool because of the people we helped and the money we could donate to causes and stuff like that. Exactly. 
Which is crazy. I can't believe, Elizabeth, I can't believe we did that. You know, I know, me neither. I'm proud of like sweet little you, little 15 year old Isabel and Elizabeth. It's just like the, I'm just so grateful that we met when we did. No. Because I feel like there's so much that I wouldn't have made it through without you. And I just, I feel like to this day, I still have not met anyone where I can be like, I have this idea, I want to do it. And you're like, okay. Like the fact that we just put so much trust and like faith Gosh. in each other that like, hey, you have this idea. I love it. I'm going to support like, it. We're going to do it together. And we did it. Oh, That's so cool. I love <laughs> you so much. No, but it's, it's crazy. It's like, I think too, we're so similar in so many ways. And I, it was one of those things that we met and we clicked and we like, were obsessed with each other. Like there was like no turning back and we were like ride or dies, you know, like we like just would do anything for each other. So I think that was like really cool too. And something that, you know, can't find everywhere. And Taylor also so great. I haven't talked to her in forever, but Hey Taylor, love you. Honestly, without Taylor, I've done (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if, if without Taylor, this never would have happened. Like because it would have been like booked it. Like she made it happen. She did. Yeah, we she were the dreamers, and she was the executor. Dinner. She did it. I know. But yeah, it was great. We were like great friends, and that really translated. We worked really well together. Mm-hmm. If you could go back and tell like that version of us something, what would you say? I. Like, I wish I could have told me to be more proud of what I was doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, like, my school was not involved because I didn't talk about it. I really didn't tell people what I was doing. It was, like, almost like I didn't fully trust that I could do it. Yeah. I was afraid it was going to fail. And it was, like, I wish that I would have realized in the moment how Crazy that is. Crazy. I mean. I know. Just the fact that, like, I still talk about this is, like, we spent, like, those – I mean, I guess it's high school, not college. I, all these still, kids out, like, you know, and we chose to stay home. Yeah. Yeah. And, and dedicate like, our nights, our weekends. Like, the thing is, it's so cool. And, like, people might think, like, wow, that's so cool. But I don't think that they understand is that it was every single weekday we put – at mm-hmm. least three hours of it after school. And on yeah. the weekend, we were together from like morning to night. That mm-hmm. was our lives. Yeah. Yeah. We like grew up very fast. And oh, so fast. like we grew up fast because we did that. But then also just like the subject matter we were dealing with kind of had to make us be super mature, which I'm super grateful for. Um, I felt like we like were so educated at such a young age. Oh, yeah. I feel like I lost though, like post that, like, two two social years because I oh yeah the like coming out of that and like the mental tolls and like the anxiety I got I feel like it wasn't until I switched schools and like moved out of like Wisconsin Mm -hmm. where I was like kind of able to yeah move past it and it's not like I not in a bad way, no. like a bitchy way. Like, oh, I couldn't move on. I moved, but it was like, really, I, I feel like you have to go through it where people that you either knew really well and never expected it or mm-hmm. never knew come up to you and are like, Hey, just yeah. so you know, this is what I'm pl- like, this is what yeah. I've been thinking. This is what I'm planning. It's like, 
yeah, I was so shy and so quiet after that. And like, yeah, a lot of self-reflection and a hundred percent growth needed to happen before. Yeah. And I feel like in the time, like the year or two after it happened, I like clung to things of comfort. I like did not Mm -hmm. step out of my comfort zone at all. So I'm so grateful that I ended up switching to like OU, but like I never put that together. But now Mm -hmm. that like, you know, you talk about it, you grow through it. It's like, yeah, dad had no idea at the time the mental toll. But I remember when we were working with the, I think NAMI, they told us like you girls need to like set aside time and go get help for yourself. Yeah. Because you need to unload mm-hmm. your yeah. load that yeah. you're getting from other people. Exactly. And I think that's been a super hard thing to talk about too, is that it was like su- such an, and obviously like anyone listening to this and anyone who would talk to either of us about this, like it was such an incredible experience. So it's hard I think it was really hard for me to talk about like, I'm really struggling with this thing. That's really great, you know? And like, I'm having a really hard time processing my emotions, other people's emotions, figuring out how to deal with it for something that was like so successful and so like got us so many incredible opportunities, you know? And so I think think that's also why I don't talk about it that much anymore because I realize what a negative effect it had on me. And I, that's like kind of embarrassing. I feel like a, bitch saying that you know but as you said in the beginning like a lot of this started because of our own challenges our own struggles exactly yeah kind of what sparked it Mm -hmm. you know so it's like on top of figuring that out (laughs) it was like the added stress of putting this together pulling it off once people found out about it and we booked and we had money invested and we got money from businesses like as a 16 year old Mm-hmm. A business writing you a check for like twenty thousand dollars <laughs> is a huge responsibility. Yeah, it really is. I mean, the stress of like, okay, this random company has faith in me. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't fail now. No, I, like you. You know. No, and I think that's what we, all of us, felt so much after the first one. Yeah. And I think that's maybe partly why the second one didn't do as well. Cause we just like, we're putting so much pressure on ourselves of like, there's so many people that like, this is going to be so vital to, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's just a lot of pressure, but. Oh, I need to get my laptop charger. But yeah, no, no, so totally. I, it just, I don't even know. I don't even, I mean, I think I've forgotten so much of this that like talking about it is opening up like I know a lot of things good and bad I just want to do it again I miss it so much Elizabeth maybe we should yeah we should I think we should I really do we could like really blow it out of the park I'm gonna I'm gonna start brainstorming about it because I just feel like hear me out (laughs) kind of what we I don't know I've I've been in a real career struggle recently because I have all these big big dreams and hopes for myself and where I want to grow, but I feel like my whole life, I've just kind of been like my own, my own boss. Like we did Mm -hmm. teach my own. So it's like going from that to then going to work under people where like your ideas aren't, I don't know. And I think both of us talked about going into psychology, wanting to do work. We did. But then when we did it, it was like, okay, I don't know. I just, it's, I think we're too empathetic to be. I think we are too. We're too empathetic. Like I think we I, are too. I, I could not leave 
work at work. I would no. take all of that home. <laughs> I would be a totally different person. <laughs> but anyways, I just mean like, I feel like that part, the helping people and mm-hmm. the just that feeling of, I don't know, I can't even put it into words what that no. felt like. You know, I do miss that part of it. I'm missing. Like, like mm-hmm. the feeling like I was doing something. I was, like, making a difference. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I feel like even when we sat down with, like, oh, gosh, what are their, what's their last names? And I love them so much. And I Goldbergs. The Goldbergs, thank mm-hmm. you. When we sat yeah. down with them, I just feel like even sitting down and talking to them, we were making a difference. Yeah, I agree. So it's one of those, I just miss it. I really do. I know. And I feel like I, as a, like, Oh my God, I'm 23. Ew, Elizabeth, you're old. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> okay, you'll be there in January. So. I know, so soon. <laughs> um, but I just feel like if 16-year-old me could accomplish what I accomplished at 16, 17, like 23-year-old me with like proper training yes, um, and education, like what, what am I possible? Elizabeth, I see things in your future. <laughs> okay. I have, I have rapid fire questions for you yeah. that I need to ask you Okay, that are really important and they're irrelevant to this whole thing. Okay. And then we'll get back to our conversation because I want to keep talking about this, but I have to finish my podcast. Yeah. Okay. Number one, what's your favorite song right now? I know it's a hard one. I don't even know. I usually go with uh, three fifteen by Bozzy. I Ooh. Um, okay. Always it's always a fave. But okay. right now I really have not been listening to anything new. I just have old music on shuffle. Actually, I drove to my boyfriend's house, which was like mm-hmm. two hours, and the entire way I shuffled high school musical. So As you should. Do you know what I listened today? On repeat what? for about twenty five minutes. Okay. Um Feel So Close by Calvin Harris. Love that. Just like thought I'd relive 2012. Love it. Okay, cute. Um, number two, what's the best con- concert you've ever been to? Um, mm, that was really, really hard. I feel like uh, the one that I was like most excited about and like probably in the moment, the best yeah. one I went to, uh, Molly and I got front row to five sauce right and oh. I remember I kept tweeting I can't even remember what song it was but I kept tweeting like I would sell my soul to the <laughs> devil to hear five sauce play the song live and I remember they were like we've never played the song live before and we'll probably never do it again and they played the song and I think that was just like it was for you really the moment yeah they saw your tweet they probably did <laughs> I love five sauce I was supposed to see them like next week but then corona you know I loved them like a lot, a lot. And then I went through a phase where I didn't, but now their new stuff is also good again. So it's I like so, it. Their like new it. album is so good. Oh, good. I agree. Ugh. Okay. Next, if you could meet one person, dead or alive, who would it be? It can be anyone or it could be like a musical artist. Your choice. That's really hard. I know. You're really hitting me with these. I know. I had to. I haven't I- talked to you in like years. I had to put you put you to work. I don't know. Probably someone from the Beatles because... Oh, good answer. Okay. I love it. Uh, Okay. A little spicy. Elizabeth, thanks for coming on. I'm obsessed with you and I'm in love with you. And everyone listening, I'm also obsessed with you and I'm also in love with you.
So alas, I need you to pitch to Justin Long why he should be on my podcast. Okay. Um, You should be on Isabel's podcast because I have said this since the day I met her and I will never, like my thoughts will never change. Isabel is the coolest girl I've ever met in my entire life. Stop. (laughs) That's why. She's so cool. You're missing out. No, seriously. I I tell everyone that. I bet that's how I pitch you. I'm like, Isabel is probably the coolest girl I've ever met. Okay, anyway, um, Justin Long, please come on my podcast. I'd love to have you as a guest. <laughs>